Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Minister Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and welcome to you today. Thank you for joining me. Today we're going to continue in our Wilderness Man at the Jordan series, and we're going to look at Lesson 18, which I'm titling Menorah. Menorah. Here we've been talking about John the Immerser, or John the Baptist, and considering the fact that John's ministry has now decreased, and at this point, in our series at least, John has already been martyred, having his ministry come to an end and his eternal reward to begin. Let's wrap up with a few additional points about this wilderness man at the Jordan, what his mission accomplished in God's redemptive plan. Today, let's look at one of the testimonies of Jesus regarding John the Immerser as we consider the topic, menorah. First of all, let's understand what the menorah speaks to us about. In the Old Testament, the menorah held a prominent place in the tabernacle of Moses and in the temple. In Exodus, we learn of the instructions given concerning this menorah. I want to read Exodus chapter 25, beginning in verse 31. You shall also make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be of hammered work. Its shaft, its branches, its bowls, its ornamental knobs and flowers shall be of one piece. And six branches shall come out of its sides. Three branches of the lampstand out of one side and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side. Three bowls shall be made like almond blossoms on one branch with an ornamental knob and a flower and three bowls like made like almond blossoms on the other branch with an ornamental knob and a flower. And so for the six branches that come out of the lampstand. On the lampstand itself, four bowls shall be made like almond blossoms, each with its ornamental knob and flower. And there shall be a knob under the first two branches of the same, a knob under the second two branches of the same, and a knob under the third two branches of the same, according to the six branches that extend from the lampstand. Their knobs and their branches shall be of one piece. All of it shall be of one hammered piece of pure gold. You shall make seven lamps for it, and they shall arrange its lamps so that they give light in front of it. And its wick trimmers and their trays shall be of pure gold. It shall be made of a talent of pure gold with all these utensils. And see to it that you make them according to the pattern which was shown you on the mountain. So here the Old Testament gives us the details of this menorah that was made for the tabernacle. It was one lampstand, or what we might call a candelabra, with seven lamps on the top of it. And those lamps would have wicks and oil, a bowl with oil in it, that would be lit and those would burn. Verse 37 of this chapter that we read explains its purpose. Its purpose is to give light in front of it. In Exodus 27 verse 20, we find that the menorah was to burn always. The light was to never go out. In Numbers chapter eight, verses one through four, we see the purpose again was to give light in front of it, to light up what was in front of it to shine light upon what was in front of it. And that was to bring light to the table of showbread. 
the bread of God's presence, which represented Jesus, the bread of life. The lampstand represents the church, the people of God. We are told that explicitly in Revelation chapter 1 through 3. Jesus defines it so. The church's job, the church's job is to bring light and shine a bright light on Jesus, to point to Jesus, to bring people to Jesus and bring Jesus to people, to shine the light upon the bread of presence, upon the living bread, the bread of life, Jesus. So why does a consideration of the menorah come into a discussion of John the Baptist? In this lesson, we consider one of the ways that Jesus testifies of John the Baptist's ministry. I want us to begin by reading John chapter 5, beginning in verse 31, and we will read through 39. John chapter 5, beginning in verse 31. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Jesus is speaking here. There is another who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You have sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. Yet I do not receive testimony from man, but I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing for a time to rejoice in his light. But I have a greater witness than John's, for the works which the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. And the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. But you do not have his word abiding in you, because whom he sent, him you do not believe. You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. Jesus here again testifies of John's ministry, that it was from God. John was the light, like that lamp that would be on the top of the menorah. One of the lamps lit to burn and to shine light that bears witness, tells the truth, and gives evidence that Jesus is the Messiah. John's light shone in front of the Messiah. Even to the point he came before the Messiah as the messenger, exactly like Malachi had prophesied. John held a witness to Jesus. He testified of Jesus as the Messiah. He pointed to Jesus and said, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. On another occasion, he pointed to Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God, testifying at least twice. And God the Father testified from heaven at Jesus' baptism by John, that Jesus is the Messiah, the promised one, God's own son. John was that burning and shining light. He was on fire for the Lord. He was brightly shining. He was lit by the oil of the Holy Spirit, lighting up the wick that was inside of him. He burned brightly by shining the light of Jesus. Jesus tells us to do the same. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, he says for us to let our light, do you see, beloved friend, we're part of that menorah. We're part of the lamps that are on the top of that menorah to be lit by the oil of the Holy Spirit through the wick that we provide when we offer ourselves to him. Jesus said, let our light 
shine before men, that they can see and glorify us? No, not at all. It's never about us, but that God would be glorified through our life, through our works, and through our testimony. Paul calls the light that we are to shine in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, the glorious gospel, the light of the glorious gospel that we are to be shining, the good news about Yeshua, the Messiah, doing exactly what John did. John did it. He pointed to Jesus and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In John chapter 1, verse 29, we're to do the same thing. John definitely introduced Jesus to his people and brought the light of the glorious good news to them, to all who would receive it and believe it. He was definitely a lamp on the menorah that Jesus calls his people the church that he was going to build, and he did build it. And we see it in operation in Revelation chapter 1 through 3, where Jesus rightly defines the church as his menorah, his lampstand, his candelabra, made up of those lamps, like John, burning brightly and shining the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will believe and receive it. I pray that this has been a blessing to you, and Lord willing, you can join us again as we draw to a close in our Wilderness Man at the Jordan series on the study of John the Immerser. God bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen.